Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, final hour underway here on a Thursday morning. Nick, Don, and Greg. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Always live on the free Odyssey app. You can watch us on YouTube. Our morning mystery movie clip coming up at 920. Cut sheet part due at the bottom of the hour. Looks like Trump will speak today following his Supreme Court hearing. Uh, They are saying around 11.30 a.m. this morning. So just a heads up for that. During the Dawn Show. Yeah, during the Dawn Show. Look at you, Dawn. Get all kinds of breaking news on your program. I know. It always happens. That's why everybody needs to tune in from noon to actually all day. All day from 10 to 10 to noon. Because if it's delayed, then it'll be during the Dom show or the Zioli show. So we're all all on it. We all got it. Yeah, baby. All right. So uh, that is coming up. I believe they will begin around 10 o'clock. So I guess they're anticipating it to be over within about 90 minutes. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I've also got a couple of good stories we'll get to hopefully uh, on both the Democrat Florida Taylor Swift story, which I found fascinating from Politico, uh, and then also the falling TV news star salary. Some of these numbers are just astounding uh and we'll get to that story coming up but stalker you have uh, actually found the airline stuff that you were seeking yeah so uh kudos to uh phil for helping me out with this so if you look at so in the last hour in case you're just joining us here at nine o'clock and a four to be exact uh in the we were talking about airlines and how airlines have changed from the 1950s and 1960s how they used to be this place where people used to dress up and and you know you got these these four course meals and everybody was polite and sitting there nicely so Mm -hmm. phil if you could put the first so this is a photo if you're youtube (laughs) youtube youtube.com slash at 1210 wpht and nick and dawn if you guys want to describe this yeah a bunch of people in these very spacious almost recliner like seats would you say that that doesn't even look like a (laughs) yeah you're right they look like a nice little blue chair all the men wearing suits, yep. women wearing, you know, very dressy, uh, I guess, uh, female suit. I don't know what you would call that, Don Stensland, but... Uh, a female suit. Female, female suit. suit. What do they call that? Blazers, right? Blazer. Blazers. Dresses. I like the way Nick says, he always talks about a female. Like, a female what? Dog? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, I'm, uh, a female. I'm very, uh, very uncomfortable in these moments. <laughs> uh, so you've got, everybody's reading a magazine, a newspaper. It looks like a lady in the third row on the left is maybe doing some um, some knitting. Yep. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, lots of room. Lots of people talking politely. Yeah. And then fast forward, Phil, if you can, to 2023, (laughs) and we have videos like this. You can put it up there if you can, my friend. Look at this. We have videos like this of just people fighting. Yeah, masks on, masks masks down. Nobody dressed up. Donnie Brooks, haymakers being thrown. Just people acting like absolute animals. We're zip-tying human beings and dragging (laughs) them out like they're cattle. It's just unbelievable. This is and this it's the it's the bus station. Flying now has become the bus station. Yes, it used to be an experience. It used to be a, yeah. a you know something that that you would want to take your kids on. Now you're scared to take your kids on because they might get the living you know what beaten out of them. Yeah. You know, I've always been critical. I've said this on the show in the past about how Americans are detached in society and public. They've got their earbuds in. They're not paying attention. Yeah, can you can you blame them anymore? Yeah, honestly, you know, I I almost want to walk all of it back and just be like, you know what? You're right. Just stay. Just keep your face in your phone because human beings don't know how to act in public. Can we do one? Can we do one more, Phil? Can you put the 
photo up of the planes from the 1950s, if you can. I'm sorry. I know I have you working here mm-hmm. like a... I know. How dare you ask <laughs> Phil to work while he's at work? No, he's he's doing a great job. There you yes. go. There you go. So it's up there and it's... Yeah. Now, uh, Nick, you found this video the other day, or actually yesterday. This was um, this was a gentleman, I, I assume a homeless gentleman, in New York City mm-hmm. using the trash can as his own toilet. Yeah. So look at this picture that's up there right now, youtube.com slash at 1210 And now look at New York City yep. with, a, with a guy with his bare butt on the top of a trash can. Right on Fifth Avenue. Um, um, uh, doing, doing his business. Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, he's literally sitting on top of the trash can the way a normal human being, and now he's wiping. Oh, oh, so here oh, we go. oh, yes. oh, and, and then he looks at it. Yes. <laughs> and then he of course looks at it. Make sure he That's got nasty. all of it and takes a, oh. a swipe and a wipe and boom. Ah. Uh, yeah. So there you oh, go. These two photos, yes. that, that photo from, uh, planes in the 1950s and this gentleman, uh, uh mm-hmm. relieving himself doing number two into a trash can yep. is just how far we've come. And we, we've, and we we've film fallen. and we film and document the madness now. Yep. That's the new thing. We got to make it go viral on social media as opposed to actually just cleaning up the streets and getting back to where we were. Yeah, maybe we should go back to the fifties and sixties. I always wonder what it would be like to live in that era. I well, think- look, 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 hang on. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, we've, we've come a long way as far as civil rights and all that well, stuff. Yeah, like, I don't want to go that. back to that time. No. But I'm no. just saying that as, as a, as a clean society, as a, as a uh, society that respected other people and respected mm-hmm. things. And now we have homeless people. Um, uh, uh, defecating in trash cans. But there's a lot of things that I miss. I would love to go back to the pre-internet days. Back in the day when you would wait for your newspaper. You, you'd, rent a, you'd rent a movie from Blockbuster on VHS. Yeah. Like, I miss the nostalgia of certain eras. So, uh, well, very... somebody somebody pointed out that at least he did it in a trash can and not on the street. Right, right. I mean, he could have just... True. Yeah. In California, they just, uh, you, just you know... Go. Take the dump right yeah. on the yeah. right on the sidewalk, like, like Harry and Lloyd on the motorcycle. <laughs> Just go, Lloyd. You know? Like my dog is more considerate. Yeah, you know he like goes back behind the bushes in the mulch. Yeah, but in California, it's like anything goes. Does Buddy? Does Buddy do like the scraping with his feet to cover it up? Then, like when he's done. Well, yeah he he's he's very he's a very thoughtful dog. <laughs> he is. Is he an elitist? And no, okay. he's just. Like, Let's, oh, I gotta hide it. Oh. Phil, can you, we put that video up one more time? I just want to, can you picture this? Picture this. You're, you take your child, Nick, your daughters, yeah. uh, Dawn, when your kids were younger, me, my son, we take them to New York for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're walking around, you're showing them Times Square, and then you see this gentleman yeah. uh, b- 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 dumping into a trash can. Yeah, like, what do you tell your kids? Yeah. Like exactly. Dad, like, Daddy, what is that guy doing? Uh, he's popping a squat. Yeah. <laughs> like, Daddy, what's that smell? Yeah. I just, I just. What's that smell? What have we become? And that's, that's not, that's not New York alone. I guarantee you that's happening in Philly, Chicago, LA, Atlanta, Boston, Detroit, Chicago, on down the list, Houston, all, all of these, all of these cities. I'll blame the Democrats. That's what I'll do. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, sorry. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> you like that video, huh? Oh, that was a good God. find. Oh, man. There you go. <laughs>
855-839-1210. Speaking of Democrats, um, I, I think Taylor Swift might actually finally meet her match. We were told by the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Florida is where woke goes to die. I think Taylor Swift's star power could really come to a, a screeching halt with her ability to get people to vote and register to vote. So this is a very interesting story from Politico. Democrats are now hoping to channel Taylor Swift star power to help Joe Biden in the state of Florida. They go on to say the Democrats are planning voter registration drives at her concerts, and they will be holding listening sessions and karaoke parties of her music as part of, quote, a day of action when her new album is released this upcoming April. They're even going to reach out directly to Taylor Swift in hopes that she'll use her Miami concerts and unfathomably gigantic platform to talk about issues affecting the rights of young people in Florida. Jaden D'Onofrio, who chairs the Florida Democratic Party Youth Council, says people care about her, people understand the importance of her, and she is a youth icon. And they are looking at it because the Florida Democrats are pinning their hopes on a megastar like Swift that will speak volumes of the state of the party. The once reliable swing state, according to Politico, now leans Republican. I would say that it is ruby, ruby red right now. In fact, Republicans outnumber Democrats in voter registration numbers by almost 800,000 voters. That was one thing that DeSantis uh, talked about a lot during his presidential primary about how he, you know, grew Republican voters in Florida. They have now about a 780,000 voter advantage. Uh, and Taylor Swift, according to Politico, Swift's new song and Miami concerts are filling Democrats with potential excitement. As they said, quote, I'm thrilled to welcome Taylor Swift back to Florida this October as we paint the town blue in 2024. This was a uh, uh, representative, Debbie Powell, who posted this statement, uh, who was running for the Democratic nomination to challenge uh, the incumbent Republican Rick Scott. So I I bring all of this up because I do believe Taylor Swift carries a lot of power when it comes to speaking to get, you know, people in that 18 to 34 demo, uh, specifically female, to register to vote and probably vote Democrat. I don't think she will have a significant amount of success in what the Florida DNC or the Florida Democrats are planning on doing with her in 2024. That's not to say that there's not Swifties in Florida. There are probably plenty of them. That's not to say that there's not young, impressionable females. But if they think that Taylor Swift can swing Florida from what I would say is probably one of the three reddest states in the country right now. Like, you can make the case Georgia is starting to shift purple. It's a swing state. We talked about it. Uh, Texas, with what they're doing in Austin and Dallas and the Fort Worth area, you know, Texas, I would say, is still far more red than Georgia. I don't think Florida is attainable for Democrats right now. And I, I just look at it from the standpoint of could, could Taylor Swift get 15, 20,000? Yes. But you look at it; it's almost an eight hundred thousand advantage for Republicans. Yeah, it's not. It's unattain right now. Florida is unattainable for the Democrats. That you're one hundred percent correct, and nobody, including Taylor Swift, can change that. Yeah. 
And I saw a very interesting thing from Rasmussen yesterday as they projected and they were looking at all of the polls. And we talk about some of these states and how just, you know, it's going to come down to a handful of states and a handful of voters. And uh, they put up like this. I I tweeted it out yesterday. It's a digital video where they show you how every state will go to either red or blue. And right now you're looking at it. And according to their projections, they have Donald Trump rolling to victory, which I, I don't know that, that that's going to be the case, rolling to victory. Uh, but the electoral votes, the way they play out with this digital map, they have Trump getting over, I think it's 303 electoral college votes to 179. And the only states that are blue, according to Rasmussen, are California, Oregon, Washington, New York, Vermont, Maine, Connecticut, Jersey, Maryland, and Delaware, and they actually have Pennsylvania going red. You know, we talked about Trump and wasting time in New York and thinking New York's winnable. They actually have Pennsylvania going red. I think that that's a very fascinating development according to their data, so we'll see how that plays out. But I just thought I'd bring up that Taylor Swift story because I don't think she can do um, anything significant in the state of Florida. All right, we will come back, and we will get to our morning mystery movie clip in just about five minutes, and then also Dawn's Big Three. We've got the cut sheet part due. A lot still to hit on before we get out of here at 10 this morning. We're back after this on Kale & Company. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. What I love about working with them is, our friends at Piazza, they're always saying, hey, why don't you come by and check out this vehicle? Just about two and a half, three weeks ago, I had the opportunity to test drive their SUV. It's the Honda Pilot, and they've redesigned it. It really is an interesting, rugged vehicle. I specifically drove the Trail Sport, which features a seven-mode drive system. And it's got all the technology, all the bells and whistles, and also the thing that's really great about it, the third-row seating. A lot of these new SUVs these days, giving that third row, you're the mom out there, you've got the kids, you've got soccer practice, you've got that third row, you're picking up buddies and friends for sleepover. It's going to come in handy. Massive moonroof, very gorgeous, and all the technology you can handle, including wireless Apple CarPlay. And five locations. Check them out in Philly, Pottstown, Reading, Springfield, and Langhorn. Shop them online right now, piazzaautogroup.com. It's Kale & Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. This segment brought to you by Tommy D's Home Improvement Center. If you are renovating a kitchen or building one from the ground up, well, Tommy D's Home Improvement Center is your go-to for quality kitchen cabinets, flooring, and molding at affordable rates. Visit their showroom in Philadelphia or visit their website, TommyD's.com. All right, we've got uh, our morning mystery movie clip ready to go here on a Thursday morning. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kale & Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Taylor, what are you doing back up here? Ah, uh, couldn't cut it the Mexican way. I see away from my kids. Vaughn in deep trouble here with Clue Haywood, last year's American League home run champ at the plate. Vaughn kicks, fires. Here is a swing and a drive toward left field and deep. Oh, boy. No way, no way. Too high, too high. It is gone off the reservation. A grand slam home run for Hayward. If I can strike it, right? Too high. 
does that mean too high? Too high. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. If you don't know what it is, you're not an American. Uh, the prize today is a pair of tickets to the Bucks County Paracon. It is the first annual paranormal conference on March 9th at the Zlock Performing Arts Center in Bucks County. For tickets and info, visit bucks.edu slash tickets. Call her 12-855-839-1210 if you can identify one of the greatest movies of all time. As we continue here on Kale and Company. What's on the cut sheet part due coming up in just a little bit. We'll try to get to this TV news star salary story. Uh, say that ten times fast. Coming up in a little bit as well. But right now, let's get to the news. It's time for Don Stensland's Big Three at 923. It's the Big Three and Nine on Kale and Company. Big Three at Nine on this 40 degrees sunny day. Sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidations. Oh, in Philadelphia, the librarians and many in the city, as far as employees in the city of Philadelphia, have been complaining and speaking out about what they say was a ban on social media by Mayor Sherelle Parker. So they had received a memo that many of us in the private sector sometimes Greg Stocker gives us memos. Oh get Can off we social stop media. Getting our news from Twitter. <laughs> I think Sherelle Parker is following, you know, Greg Stocker's lead uh, okay. as brand manager. So what, librarians can't be on social media? No, there, there was Sherelle Parker's administration released a statement that if you are a city employee, manager, etc., that you don't just go about releasing news releases, speaking to the media, that you clear it through basically your brand manager, that yeah. it goes through the, the main person okay. for publicity and... That sort of thing. I would agree with that. You can't have some of these uh, city officials going rogue and doing their own thing, right? So they were not happy with it. They were rebelling against the mayor. So ultimately, Joe Grace, the mayor's spokesperson, clarified and, and basically said, you know, obviously we weren't the librarians spoke out against this and i think this is just some rebellion happening happening from within mm-hmm. from new management because ultimately the librarians were putting out were telling people oh we well we can't post our hours or our after school things because you know we can't post anything oh so they took it a step further so then joe grace comes out and says come on already people that's not what he was talking about they were yeah. talking about speaking to the media publicly about policies things of that nature going rogue uh-huh. and trying to rein that in because that that administration memo had told all city employees and all departments remember it was in all caps we talked about it and so it was basically in all caps like greg soccer says you know oh to us i, I want to um, know what motivates someone to be a librarian <laughs> I, i'm totally teasing why greg. am i getting thrown out of the because i'm just teasing because i, mean, I because I triggered you in the seven o'clock yes. hour, so you're doing yeah. it. Yes, yeah, the nine o'clock trigger. This is my attempt. Nine twenty-five triggering. Dawn's revenge. Dawn teasing. Librarians. Uh, but, I didn't know, know librarians were still around. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, this I, is I, Philadelphia, I home of the. We were the birthplace of libraries. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, I know that, but I just <laughs> figured by now, in in this digital age, you know, with you know, newspapers were dying. I figured libraries were just pretty much on their deathbed no i mean we have 54 branches fully staffed with librarians and i think ultimately librarians they read the memo yeah they took it literally and it said 
<clears throat> don't release or publish your own like statements. Do they still have the Dewey Decimal System? Yes. We're going to bring that. We're going to make that. We're going to revive that. I was a big fan of the Dewey <laughs> Decimal System back in the 90s. Yeah, they, I mean, in the libraries, they still have it. I don't yeah. even know if they teach it. See, I'm, having, I'm having flashbacks, flashbacks. now to the uh, Married with Children episode <laughs> where Al returns the book that he stole as a kid yep. to the library yep. and Mr. Groot's waiting for him. <laughs> so the bottom line is the official word from Mayor Sherelle Parker, there's no intention to stop library branches from communicating with residents who depend on the library's free services and programs. Okay. So they can put their little postings about daily issues Today's reading, children's reading on the Dewey Decimal System is at 3.15 after school. I would be willing to bet that the reason a lot of people still use a library and they're still in service is for the internet access. Yeah. That would be my guess. True. And they have great after-school programs, seriously. Yeah. I gotta um, say this, having a, having a actual hard copy of a book is great. I love, I love, yes. I, that's why I have, that's so, why I print store. I, I need to physically hold what I read. So rather than read a book online or on your iPad or whatever, I'd much rather read the so actual would I. book. Yeah. So for the people who can't afford to buy said book, they can check it out in the library. Mm-hmm. I, I'm all for that. Yeah. Amen. I for like sure. reading books. I like reading newspapers. I'm old. So why do you read social media so much then? It's part of the job. It's not. Fear of being it's uninformed. If both of you got off social media tomorrow, I would be fine with it. You know how many stories that you bring up in the cut sheet that if, if I wasn't on social media, I would have no idea that these are... You'd have to explain so much to me. We wouldn't have enough time in the show. Sad. No, honestly, I, I'm, I'm afraid of being... A, a fear of failure. I was the same way in sports. I could not disconnect. I had to be like, all right, I, I'm gonna do, if I'm going to succeed in this industry, I better be ready to go. Because the last thing you want to do is be unprepared in this business. But you don't have to read social media for that. Read a book. You're right. You know what? Moving forward, for all of our content, it's all going to come from books. Sorry, Don. Expect the ratings to go in the tank, folks. Sorry, <laughs> We're going to get 0.2 shares. Was... <laughs> uh, number, well, our next our next item in the big three, oh, and I thank uh, my friend Victor Fiorello, who wrote about this, Philadelphia Magazine. The headline is, the NAACP tells Philadelphia Christian School... End your ban on big afros. It's the battle against big afros. Banning a fro? Yeah. It's Cedar Grove Christian Academy, faith-based school, obviously, Lawndale section of Philadelphia, in the Northeast. Yeah. And so they've said that they have traditional biblical values, and they have nice promo videos. And so ultimately, you, you if you went to a Catholic school or if your kids or whatever, you know that they have strict rules. Mm-hmm. How short can the girls skirt be for their uniform and the boys hair usually has to be above their collar etc etc boys can't wear earrings girls can etc etc but the problem that the NAACP has is that um about afros and dreadlocks and apparently there's a little policy prohibiting big afros or long dreadlocks so you can have small locks right but not Big long dreadlocks okay. or big afros. So I'm thinking of two sixers. Um, I'm thinking of Dr. J. Dr. J had the greatest afro of all time, in my opinion. But you don't see that too often anymore. And then Allen Iverson had dreadlocks, but they were the short ones that ended right around his neck. So I'm assuming those would be. But you don't see either one of those too often anymore. Back in the late 90s, I had, because my hair used to be spiked, I had those like dreadlocks 
things. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, we got to get a picture. That was horrendous. Do you, do you have Please, a picture? We got to get a picture. I, I don't think there's any pictures. Oh. You better hope Sid Weiss doesn't find it. We must find this. We must. By the way, Robert Schwartz, uh, my friend, is a yeah. is a great uh, has a great point here on your Twitter use, Nick. Nick, ninety nine percent of your posts on Twitter or X are about sports, nothing yeah. to do with your job. Mm. That's true. How about that? So Greg, Greg just lost a little steam there, huh? Wah, wah, wah. No, no, no. He's saying that. You, you say you use it for your job, but you don't. You you post about sports, which isn't your job. Well, I do. I mean, I look at... I'm going to see my timeline. There was some political stuff in the I, last well, I, I don't want you to post political stuff. Yeah, I want you to for do the most political part, stuff on this radio show. For the most part, I don't tweet many things about politics. I try to save all my... Anything I'm going to talk about on the show usually is not on my Twitter timeline until after said show, if it is. Like, you're never going to get like my thoughts on a big take the night before on Twitter. I'm not going to burn that bullet. Good. Yeah. Don't post. Don't post anything about politics. Save it for the job that pays you. Thank you. Sorry. Amen. Sorry, Don. Number three in our big three, which, as I said, was you know sponsored by Turn Seven Liquidations. <laughs> um, speaking of Nick Hale <laughs> and good. tweeting about sports, which is his way of escaping because he loves sports. Speaking of which, Phillies spend this morning loading three big tractor trailers full of all that equipment. I told you, today's the day. Woohoo! Yearly convoy to the team's spring training facility. Here we come! Clearwater, Florida. I wonder how many tins of skull they have in there. I'd love to know Skull's. that answer. That's so nasty. You gotta, you gotta spit. Big lipper. It's nasty. It's bad for your Did you ever dip, teeth? Nick? Did you in dip? High, in high school a little oh, bit. Yeah. yeah, senior year. Yeah. Bad habit. You look like a dipper. Disgusting. <laughs> I did, he, it, I did it for six months. Doesn't he look like a dipper? He has the Big dipper. And then I, I tried it again like five years ago on the golf course. You did? And I'm telling, I was like, I, I thought I was going to pass out. Like it, the nicotine, I don't know what it was. It just hit me. I'm like, I just ripped it out of my lip and I was like, oh, get me a bottle of water. Yeah, because you, you, you swallow any of that, you'll be like the uh, homeless guy looking for a trash can to <laughs> yeah. run and quickly do so something. I, I used to go through a ton of sunflower seeds when I played baseball in high school. Uh, not in high school, but in like junior high school. I used to have a big, big mouthful of Ranch David sunflower seeds. Oh, God. Love sunflower seeds. Well, the Phils released all the, I don't know how many sunflower seeds they loaded up on the trucks, but 10,000 cups. 2,000 short and long sleeve shirts, and uh, 300 batting gloves. Okay. So, 125 leather and elastic belts. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. I was. I know it's boring, but no, I was just trying boring. to give we you like some stats. I, I used to do an hour on this on Sports Talk. You did? Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, drive the bosses nuts. Shafe says, lots of bats, balls, and blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, no, they better not be having blue chew. Are their what? wives still here? Wow. <laughs> yeah, why do they need it yeah. in spring training? Your wife is going to be monitoring your blue chew yeah. use, fellows. <laughs> why are you packing this blue chew? <laughs> it's clear water, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Phillies play their first spring training game February 24th against the Toronto Blue Jays. Start the regular season at home against the Atlanta Braves ooh, March 28th. So there we go. We are sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidations. Overstock emergency. Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls immediately. No games. All name brand merch from the biggest online retailers. Sacrificed up to 90% off. Turn 7. Philadelphia Mills, Morristown Mall. Hurry. Turn 7 Liquidations. Big three.
All right, our morning mystery movie clip winner in just a moment, as well as Cut Sheet Part due. But before that, I have to tell you about my friends at Blue Chew. Dawn was just talking about bats and balls and clubs. Yeah. All right, fellas, so you're getting to that point in your life where... And maybe you're not heading to Clearwater. You're heading back home, and you want to spice things up in your current relationship. Or maybe you're trying to impress somebody new on the open market. We've got the recipe for you. It's Blue Chew's Chewables. That's right, Blue Chew's Tablets. It is a performance enhancement, not for baseball, but for the bedroom, that will give you the ability to knock it out of the park and help you gain that extra confidence when you get out of spring training and it's game time. It has that same active ingredient as Levitra, but at a more cost-friendly price. And it's all on the up-and-up. Licensed medical professionals, they're going to work with you to find the right ingredient, the right strength for your prescription. And if swallowing pills isn't for you, no problem, because these tablets, they're chewable. And how about this special offer for our listeners? You can try Blue Chew for free. All you have to do is go to bluechew.com and enter the promo code 1210. Pay the $5 shipping fee, and boom, it's yours. Discreet delivery, no in-person conversations, and that special someone will thank you for bringing back your A-game. BlueChew.com, promo code 1210, made in the USA. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale & Company, as we continue the Dawn Show in 20 minutes, what's on the cut sheet part due in just one moment. I believe we have our winner for the morning mystery movie clip. Mike is in Lumberton, and he was ide- uh, he was able to identify the toughest movie clip we've ever played. This was a nail-biter. I didn't think we would get a winner. <laughs> Mike, how are you? What clip did we play for you? Uh, I'm doing well and laughing at this, and you're right. If you don't know this one, you're not American. Amen. Yes. It's uh, it's Major League, one of the all-time classics. That a boy. Yeah, that a boy. Nice job, Mike. Mike. Congratulations. You got the tickets for Paracon coming up in March in Bucks County. Thank you for playing, and thank you for listening, Mike. Hey, you bet. Love the show. See you. Thank guys. you. There he is, Mike in Lumberton, our winner. Major League, Lumberton. Nice. I would argue the greatest baseball movie of all time. Uh, some would go feel the dreams. Some would, uh, you know, go down to the, the Sandlot. All that other stuff. Yeah. Give me Major League for the win. Major League, big in Lumberton. I've heard that. Yes, I've heard that as well. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, what's on the cut sheet, part two. What's on? The Cut Sheet! I do. What's on the Cut Sheet Part New is sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidations Overstock Emergency. Turn 7 must li- liquidate to the bare walls immediately. No games. All name brand merchandise from the biggest online retailers. Sacrifice up to 90% off. Turn 7. Philadelphia Mills, Morristown Mall. Hurry! Turn 7 Liquidation! Thank you, Turn 7, for sponsoring. What's on the Cut Sheet Part Do? So, last night, Nick, while you were sleeping... Alex Wagner interviewed Hillary Clinton. Oh, boy. And I know what you're asking. Who's Alex Wagner? What time was this at? I I think this was... She's the one who does the uh, Rachel Maddow program. Okay. Uh, you know, because Rachel only does one day a week. Now. Right. She's like... She's on the Howard Stern plan and the Jon Stewart plan. Yeah. How do we get... How do we get that plan, right? Um, I'm going to find a better agent. <laughs> um, so... Alex asked her about Trump and the immunity claim. You know, there... Earlier this week, we we discussed the fact that uh, uh, the that um, that circuit court decided lost uh, the appeal. Yeah, that uh, that Trump does not have 
immunity for uh, for being president. So Hillary Clinton weighed in on this decision, and uh, this is what she said about that. This is cut 11, Phil. Go. Are you optimistic about what the Supreme Court does next? I think on this particular issue, um, if I were the Supreme Court, I wouldn't want to wade into this. It's such a good opinion, I would deny cert, let the opinion stand. It, it's in line with previous opinions. You know, when Trump made the argument about, well, you know, this will you know, hamstring future presidents, well, he's the only one who has been in this position. And he is the only one who has claimed such broad, blanket immunity. Uh, and we know what his real thoughts are. Remember, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. My supporters wouldn't care. He thinks that he should be above the law, that he should be able to manipulate the law. The last time I checked, despite Trump and his supporters' efforts to uh, undermine this, we were a nation based on the rule of law, not on the rule of individual men, the way that Trump keeps trying to claim. I mean, as someone who ran for the presidency and won the popular vote, is it like, can you even wrap your head around arguing in court that you should be able to kill your, assassinate your political enemies using SEAL Team 6? I mean, how did that, how did that argument land with you? Well, you know, he says so many outrageous things yeah. that I think a lot of people have stopped listening, mm -hmm. and they shouldn't. They should pay very careful attention to what Trump says, because... If they do, they can see the linkage between what he says and what he tries to do. In his first term, on many occasions, he was reined in and even stopped by the people around him because there were people who he put into important positions, who had served in government under prior Republican presidents, who understood the rule of law, who understood the constitutional system and so much more. They were able to stop him. He will now fill those positions, if ever given a chance, which I hope never happens, with people who are totally members of his cult. And I don't say that lightly or as a throwaway line. Because when I look at people who I know were horrified by January 6th, who are Republicans in the House and the Senate, who have come around to dismissing it, to discounting the horror that they themselves felt yeah. as they, you know, put put themselves under desks as they ran down hallways, as they tried to escape the mob coming at them. There is something about Trump's hold on the Republican Party that is frightening. True. I think Hillary Clinton wishes that she had that kind of hold on a party like Donald Trump does. It, there's no doubt. So infatuation and obsession is very interesting. And the other thing I would ask is, so first of all, her obsession with Trump, you could tell it's just it just eats her alive. I mean, you know, yeah. Nancy Pelosi is one, but she you know, Nancy Pelosi didn't lose to Donald Trump. She did. But I would also say with infatuation and obsession, what is with the mainstream media's obsession with with interviewing Hillary Clinton eight, all the time? Eight years I, I later in a losing effort. I agree with Why you. Why is she still out there in the in the yeah, open yep. public with the media? And how do they not continually ask her about Russia, 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 steel dossier, yeah. her connection to that money funneled through their Delaware accounts, how they got so wealthy? Yeah. You know, it's it's always interesting when she says, well, he, he thinks he's uh, above the rule of law. Well, talk about rule of law <laughs> yeah. and what the Clintons get away with. I mean, what's it's not? It's yeah. just it's just funny to me because aside from the climate, when you think of people who ran for president and lost like John Kerry, mm -hmm. you know, they're not. 
clamoring to interview him and ask him no. about politics. Uh, Dan Quayle. Does anybody remember Dan Quayle? No. Like, is anybody clamoring to interview? Nobody interviews people who lost but her. And they love to talk about how she won the popular vote. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. What'd that get you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we will find out what is on tap for the Dawn Show today in music history and who won Twitter today. Kale and Company, back after this. It's Kale and Company on demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. As we get set to hand it off to the Dawn Show in exactly nine minutes time, we find out what she has lined up for the top of the hour. There is so much breaking as we've talked about it with this Supreme Court case involving Donald J. Trump. And also, Nick Kale, I have to apologize. I should have had this in the big three. Oh, she's... Keep Just promise. breaking. No. Uh, did you know your blue chew? Oh, no. Actually increases brain activity and helps slash the risk of dementia and Alzheimer's. Ain't seen nothing yet. So do the chew. Yeah, wow. baby. Look Don't at be that. blue. Promo code 1210. <laughs> Thank you. As long as we're plugging. Yeah. So there's that going on. See, folks, I only endorse the best products. You do. Uh, I Everybody will, does, by the way. A lot of health <laughs> we just news. Protect us. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, there's so much health news going on. Why are doctors rationing penicillin? Apparently, there's a um, STD epidemic yep. going on in the country. So have you know? We'll talk about that one. Other health news as well. This strange fungal infection that actually killed a 29 year old man. They say it's like. It's in America, in the Midwest, oh. and coming our way. Well, it's an election season. Fungal effect yeah. infection. Stay home, folks. Don't go out and vote. <laughs> but, of course, we'll have the Supreme Court arguments. Those are beginning the latest on Trump, the Trump stuff, as I say. And we'll break down um, some of the testimony that we've seen on Capitol Hill about election integrity, some critical moments that I want to point out. Coming up at 11, Sergeant Betsy Brantner-Smith and talking about police, we have these two officers in the hospital right now, suburban officers, and the dangers of law enforcement. And and we'll talk about all things law enforcement, but as well, look at what's going on in America, not just in our area, even though it's making breaking news. Okay. So, so much happening. All right, Dawn Show coming up in eight minutes' time as we get to another installment of Today in Music History. What happened on this day in music history? Music history. History. Today, February 8th, we celebrate the birthdays of Dave Farrell, the bassist for Linkin Park, Dave Turpin, the bassist for Collective Soul, and Vince Neil of Motley Crue. One notable single from today is Metallica's Sad But True, released in 93. And a few notable albums released today include Marquee Moon by Television in 77, Native Tongue by Poison in 93, and The Better Life by Three Doors Down in 2000. And lastly, if you're an ACDC fan, their website currently has a clock counting down to Monday. Expect a brand new tour to be announced then, which I will, of course, go to. For Kale & Company, I'm Phil Lomquist. Nice work, Phil. Yeah. ACDC. Wow. Nice. By the way, ACDC with Axl Rose singing was, was still, to this day, the loudest concert I was ever at. When was that? 2016, 2017, something yeah. like that. I was in the seventh row. Yeah. I couldn't. Awesome. I had ringing in my ears for like seven days afterwards. <laughs> That's you awesome. T- you had tinnitus. Yeah, I did. Absolutely did. <laughs> Were you a Lincoln Park fan I back in not, the day? No. 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 Really? No. I would have thought I, that was your wheelhouse. I Late never, 90s? No, I, I didn't get. That's that's more 
early 2000s. I never got into a lot of that early 2000s rock metal. No. Like Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park. Yeah. Power Man 5000, all, all that crap. I hated it. Really? Yeah. So not, not, not a Fred Durst guy, huh? No. The red Yankee hat? No. no. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for uh, Today in Music History as we get to Who Won Twitter Today. Who Won Twitter. N.P. Bix. Uh, N.P. Bixler wins Twitter. Uh, he says, if Taylor can swing Florida, they should just run her for president. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good point. They might as well. Exactly. I mean, that would be like, you know, that's that's your Powerball victory that you yep. never anticipate happening, yep. which I don't think will happen. So uh, we'll leave it at that. And we will leave you now. The Dawn Show is coming up Woo. in five minutes. Everybody have a great rest of your Thursday. We will certainly talk about Trump and SCOTUS today. Uh, also, I believe the, the Tucker Carlson Putin interview drops later this evening. So expect uh, people to be furious uh, on the left that Tucker interviewed the leader of Russia. And we'll have all sorts of good stuff on a Friday tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 6. If I were smart, I'd say thank you and leave. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.